Welcome to the First Focus podcast. It's a bi-weekly show where we discuss topics that aim to help financial services professionals step up their digital and content marketing game. My name is Ellen Adams. I'm a client strategist here at Clients First and I'll be your host for today. You can listen to our podcast series on all the usual platforms or subscribe so that you don't miss any by going to bit.ly forward slash first focus podcast. Today we'll discuss designing connected client experiences, what that means and why it matters. I have a wonderful guest to discuss this with me, Gemma Hayes. Gemma is a director here at Clients First and heads up our client services team. Nice to have you here with me, Gemma. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks, Ellen. Thanks for having me. I think this actually could possibly be my first Clients First podcast, so I'm um, very excited. I think so. Yeah, nice to have you as a guest. So let's start off with an introduction because you're new to our podcast. Um, Who are you? What's your role? um, And how is it integrated into Clients First? Okay, so I've been at Clients First, I think probably around 11 years. Um, I actually started out in a sales and marketing role when we were very young. Um, And I've probably been a director in the business for around seven years. So as we're growing as an agency, I think my role as director is inevitably quite varied, but a focus is kind of overseeing our client services team. So when we talk about client services team, we're talking about those individuals that our clients um, come first into contact with when they engage with us and um, where relationships and, and nurturing those relationships is, is really key. So, yeah, that's, I guess, a little bit of a snapshot about me. Yeah, and I guess client experience plays into that and making sure that in our agency clients experience is a massive factor into kind of the running of the business yeah I mean client experience we wouldn't be where we are now without um having some degree of focus around client experience so yeah absolutely um I guess it's worth mentioning a little bit about our own experience as an agency um Because actually, we've grown on the back of referrals for the past 11 years as an agency. So the majority of people that we've come across have been referred to us either by word of mouth or recommendation. Um, So I guess I've seen or we've seen as an agency the benefits of what what client loyalty does, really. So client experience is absolutely key to that. I also think, Ellen, it's worth saying, you know, it it can cost kind of five times more to attract a new client than it does to retain an existing one. So having a kind of client experience strategy is a no brainer, really, on that basis. Yeah. And I think we talk a lot in financial services, don't we, about client experience, but it's becoming more paramount these days. Um, Why do you think firms are focusing on their client experience strategies right now? I think the the client journey has really changed over the last well, over the last kind of ten years really significantly. Um, 
Um, and especially for financial planners, you know, it's not as linear and predictable as it once was really. Um, one of the biggest challenges is there is really no longer a single defined buyer journey in, in, in its essence, really, that can be mapped out. And I think that can be challenging for some businesses because it's actually looking at everything from the cognitive experience, emotional, physical touch points. There are there are hundreds. There really are. When you drill down to it, there are hundreds of experiences in that that um, client experience. So it, it's just it's just so prevalent at the moment that people are starting to well are already really focusing on that more holistic or connected approach to that client experience. Yeah, and do you think that the pandemic and people shifting to remote working has put a spotlight on client experiences that aren't as seamless as they could be? Yeah, absolutely. It's a really good question. I and mean, I think, if anything, it has made made everyone work that much harder around client experience because the, the kind of, I'd say, barriers, not, not always, but, you know, it does, working remotely does bring with it some challenges. So really thinking about how, how someone answers the phone, relays a message, posts a brochure out, you know, the list is endless. But, but I, think, I think everyone's just had to work a little bit bit harder around that and thinking a little bit harder around it yeah um and you spoke about all of the different touch points and client experiences from you know physical to emotional hundreds of them as you put it um what does it mean to have kind of a connected approach to a client experience strategy when we talk about connected I think that's a really interesting interesting idea for me connected is that everybody in your business understands what good looks like and everybody has the same feeling of that that kind of this this is our benchmark this is what we want to be known for and I think if everyone's connected with that mindset and everyone has that 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 feeling then suddenly those touch points as we'll call them um any any point that you connect with that client or prospect becomes a lot easier really because everybody already knows what that what what that what good looks like and i think you know I could, it's probably one for later really but you know values particularly underpin that idea that everybody um is singing from the same same hymn sheet so whilst holistic means you know, looking at kind of your your cycle of service as such and picking out all those touch points and ensuring that they're all joined up. I think it's actually far more fundamentally rooted in the people and and your business uh, at the ground level in terms of of what that what good looks like. Yeah, and how would a financial planning firm or any firm actually start to bring their team on board with a consistent way of delivering? client experience so it's worth I think really really kind of mentioning that that when we talk client experience um, it isn't just about those front of house team and and I think there's often a misconception that it's only the people that answer the phone or only the people that deliver the the messages that isn't actually the case and I think the first thing is to, to to treat client experience as a whole business orientated idea that everybody has to get invo- involved with you know um and I think I always use this kind of analogy when when thinking about it with businesses but imagine you phone to book a holiday and the person you're speaking with is friendly and helpful and that you'd say oh well, that's good customer service that's great and in the same way of a of, as a 
as a financial planning business, you know, you have someone good answering the phone and that obviously increases the perception of a, a good client experience. But then for your holiday, your tickets arrive early, you're upgraded to a better room and suddenly that becomes a great client experience. So it's not just about the basic stuff you're doing day to day. It's about how can you elevate that client experience so it becomes it just becomes you're delighting the client rather than just meeting your kind of standard objectives of oh, having a good client experience, which should be standard for every firm. I use that analogy because I think it's a really interesting one. And it just allows, and I think when you think about it like that, firms can start to kind of think, oh, okay, what are we doing and how can we get better? And let's look at all our touch points and think, okay, are we actually going beyond just a good client experience and actually are we having a great client experience? Yeah, that's a really good analogy. And I guess, does that come with like nurturing the mindset of the team to this is our standard client experience and how do we? Because I think we've spoken to financial planning firms about creating those moments of truth. But it's kind of like those moments of truth could be more sporadic and not integrated as part of like a a regimented process they just happen naturally in relation to the team behaviors that that's really interesting and I think what firms need to realize what businesses need to realize often is that that the client experience is rooted in two things it's rooted in people's behaviors and how they interact but also a framework or a process um underpinning that so I do think the two absolutely go hand in hand you get your team up to speed on what good light looks like the values the you know um, if I take clients first for example I think you can use this as an example so if we talk about our three core values of diligent um, transparent and inquisitive it's about people living and breathing that and suddenly if you start get people living and breathing that then the experience that they the, the kind of perception externally becomes even stronger from 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 clients and prospects so that that shifts behaviors and I think that's really really important and one thing that I don't necessarily think businesses always focus on they focus far more on the process and the framework oh we answer the phone like this we send a brochure like this this is what it but I don't think that's where the wow moments are necessarily created if that's what you're talking about the wow moments yeah I think so um it leads on to my next question about consistency with client experience and can that happen organically or do you think it needs to be documented or, or planned in in some way can it happen organically yes it can um but only if you've really embedded those values in the business so there is an element of being able to um but without that common framework or that common understanding of how you how you kind of administer that client experience, then I think the organic growth could be quite sporadic. There is still a danger that people go back to old behaviours, you know, They and, and unless you've got that process underpinning it. So we know from, in the client experience world that um, inconsistency causes client churn. That, that's the reality. If you're not consistent with the way that you execute your client experience, then that causes surprises for the client. It causes negativity. It causes potential 
um, a potential for them to look elsewhere. So and particularly for financial planners where the client experience is so integral to the business and the, the view that, you know, really it's about building those referrals. There can be no inconsistencies in your client experience, you know, that it has to be joined up. It has to have a strategy. Um, and everybody has to be on board with that. Yeah. Um, do you think financial planning firms are should be evolving their client experiences now that there's obviously, you know, they're tapping into younger audiences um, to protect scaling the business long term? How important is it that they review their client experience on an ongoing basis? I mean, it's it, it it's absolutely um, integral that they are reviewing their client experience continually, you know, and this isn't about reviewing it every six months, 12 months, every two years. This is about doing it in real time. You know, it's about auditing in real time when somebody receives a negative response or if somebody receives a question that they haven't had before and and suddenly that shapes how they change and evolve the client experience so it's really important that firms are continually auditing that client experience from a touch point perspective and that can be done really simply um, at the basic sense of a survey you know and uh, you know to understand how they're experiencing that that that, that how clients feel um, and, and actually, what I would say is that a survey is something that should should just be done as standard for every firm now in terms of that feedback. But, you know, people are getting far more clever around auditing that client experience. And, you know, we talk about NPS scores and, and understanding how people feel about experiences. The importance is transparency throughout the client experience. You know, if you're not asking the questions, you're not getting the results and you're not understanding where it's going wrong. So um, I'm well aware that for smaller, certainly financial planning firms or even right regional financial planning firms, you're not necessarily going to have a head of client experience. But that is a role that is becoming far more bedded in on businesses now because it is so it's so important, if not the most important driver for business success currently. Um, so it's about whilst you don't have that role, it's about building out some framework and, and strategy that, that supports that idea of having a continual improvement phase. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. You mentioned like gaining client feedback and listening to what clients needs are. I think we've seen it evolve slightly in the financial services industry where their needs now are more digital they want access to see you know how portfolios are doing they want to be able to access their advisors um 24 7 if they need to just check in or see what the what's happening um so i guess it's very important from a business perspective to make time to listen to what clients need as opposed to what they business thinks they need Oh, absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, you know, we're all so far more inquisitive now. So, you know, if you put yourself in the client's shoes, you're you're investing your time and your money in a business, you know, you're going to expect to be asking questions. You're going to expect to be inquisitive. You have a lot of options out there. You know, that what used to be the 
you know, it would be quite, as I said before, quite a linear purchasing process. It now no longer is. People shop around. People figure out what the best provider is for them. Who's the best partner that they're going to work with? How do they feel about the experience? And I think that's one thing particularly I'm quite passionate about is how people feel in that moment of whether that's the purchase, whether that's, you know, the the conversations you have around a table. Um, It's those moments that really make such a difference. And I think sometimes we you know, businesses often are, are so wrapped up in process and framework, they forget that actually there's a human element to this. And particularly in this world, people need to understand that the human perception and experience is such a strong driver. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned like human element and time and time again, when we undertake, we undertake research for clients, um, financial planning clients, they will mention that the relationship with their advisor is the human element. How important is it that we there's a, a company experience, but the people within that kind of contribute their own style? Should there be some consistency there, or what's your what's your take on on that? Yeah, that, and I, and I think this is the, the kind of uh, kind of offset between. How much process do you put in place and how much do you follow a certain path or how much do you bring people in and their personalities and their and this again, and I can't strengthen it enough really is where the values come in, because if everybody has the same set of values in the business, then everybody's behavior, whilst it will be different to some degree, we have different personality types in businesses everybody will be singing off the same hymn sheet in terms of what good looks like. And I think we cannot talk talk too strongly about relationship building. So, and that and that's from the top down in any organization. So, yeah, I think that human element is is so crucial for um, both client um, with the client relationship and, and and being as human as possible and as transparent as possible, but also internally within your business because that is what's going to set the precedent for how those behaviors shift externally. Yeah. Are there any areas like within client experience that you feel get overlooked? I think everybody's learning a lot around client experience at the moment. So it's very difficult for businesses to keep on top of it in terms of being ahead of the curve. Um, I think the idea of continuous improvement is actually always overlooked. Yeah. So they, you know, they think, oh, we're doing client experience well, you know, but actually how well and have you measured it? And what's the feedback really like? And have you gone a bit deeper with it? Um, so continuous improvement is, is so important. And with that, I think comes the change in tech. You know, obviously, we've now got tools to measure client experience. We've got a lot of things that are supporting that client experience idea. And I think just keeping on top of um, tech changes, what's out there, what's going to allow your process to become a little bit more streamlined without diluting that human element um, is so important. So just staying ahead of what's happening in this area, because certainly for financial planners and financial services firms, it is, if not the most crucial area of, of, of their kind of business planning, I would say. Yeah. And just on like tools and technology, we've seen kind of the rise of the client portal in financial planning and, and things. Are there any tools that businesses should use to make their client experience more connected? 
That's a really tricky question, you know, because there are so many platforms now out there and so many tools that can be used for by advisors um, and also kind of uh, the wider financial services sector that I, I don't think I can really pinpoint the tools to use. I mean, if you were saying to me we should be doing surveys and we should be doing MPS scores, that's standard. That's the sort of stuff. And the tool you use for that is entirely up to the firm in terms of what, what works best for them. I mean, obviously, from my perspective, we're slightly biased because we are um, we have an interest in this. But certainly HubSpot for me is a nice platform and, and it does work for advisors as well from a bringing it all together in one place. And I think sometimes certainly with the journey advisors have gone on and, and, and even larger firms, basically, they've, they've not necessarily joined up the tools they use so there's there's numerous tools working through the client experience internally but actually there's a question at some point to go could this all be wrapped up in one platform is there a better way of joining up the the kind of underpinning technology that manages our client experience and I think firms are 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 very much more questioning that at the moment just given the the platforms that are out there and how powerful they really can be from you know from when someone lands on the website, right through to them leaving um, and, and and moving elsewhere, Every, you know there is there are tools that that can service that from from right end to end. Yeah. So, do you recommend kind of firms investing the time into educating or seeing what those tools can actually do to improve their processes for client experience going forwards? If they want a frictionless client experience, and that's not necessarily from what the client sees, but internally in terms of how they operate and how they manage that process, absolutely. You know, people should be looking and researching at the best solutions that fit their model and their way of working. Um, you know, it might it might be that that is only one or two tools, but for others and larger businesses, it could be it could be a, a massive undertaking to understand what that that platform looks like and what tool. So it. And that, this is a forever changing area. So just keeping on top of those tech changes and, and what's happening in the market is really important. Yeah. Last question before before we go, you know, we've spoken a lot about client experience values being really important for underpinning everything that happens in creating that client experience for that firm. For someone or a firm that's just starting out in terms of auditing, assessing and creating their own client experience what tips or tricks would you recommend just to get started with that it's a really good question I I would probably break this down actually um, into a bit of an order that I think might help process it a little bit so first of all I think nothing you can't do anything without a vision so the vision of what a good client experience looks like in your business is so important. So let's think bigger picture. Having that vision of what good looks like and the utopia of how you could see that that manifesting itself is really, really important. If you don't have that, it's very difficult to drill down. So have the vision. Then think about what framework you're going to put in place, what processes, what quality framework are you going to put in place to enable that client experience to work for your business? And that might be your values. That, that, that Your framework could be your values underpinned with some tech. Thirdly, understand your customers inside and out. And that's everybody. So understand your clients, what they do, where they behave, what, what where they visit, because understanding them gets them on, gets you on much better place for understanding that that delivery. Create an emotional connection. You know, we've spoken about that. That's emotional touch points. So important in businesses. 
um, people need to feel what you feel in terms of, of, of your delivery and that how you feel about the business that you work for. Capture client feedback in real time. So we talked about that, you know, the, these, these ideas of continually improving and um, act on that feedback. So, you know, don't just say, oh, you know, we've had this feedback. Well, well what are you going to do about it and how are you going to improve? But if I could break it down, Ellen, it's difficult, so much in it, I would probably say that those are the order in which you would look at the client experience as a whole. Yeah, it is vast, isn't it? I guess it's it's getting into the right mindset to start thinking about it from a strategic level to start with, isn't it? And, you know, these bits you've broken down into different areas quite easily can be adapted by the team to start thinking about the client experience for the, for the firm and improving each time absolutely and 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 then you've you said that this is a team effort it is everybody in the business so make sure they're on board make sure they're all singing from the same hymn sheet and already you are 70 percent there yeah oh well thanks so much Shem for your your time today to talk about client experience especially in financial planning it's been a pleasure and I'm sure listeners will be interested in exploring what areas of their business they can now evolve or audit to to create a better client experience for their clients. Thanks, Ellen. I've really enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jem. If you've enjoyed this podcast, keep an eye out for future episodes coming out bi-weekly by going to bit.ly forward slash first focus podcast to subscribe. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to you tuning in next time.